0: Your eyes sparkle, your eyes they shine. We were all shrooms, couldn't help a smile. It's really crazy, you're beautiful, you're beautiful.
1: Real Talk with Star Scorpio. I'm very happy to have my guest today, Wavy Spice O1, a singer, songwriter who expresses her lyrics in the genre of R&B soul, hip hop, and spoken word. In her latest EP, Ying and Yang, it's very fitting. It brings the forces of dark and light, male and female all in one. And I gotta tell you, the beats are dope. All the tracks are fire. And I don't know if it was intentional, but you put me in the moment when I listened to the tracks. So we're gonna get into it. But there's a magazine back in the day called The Source And all I got to say to anyone listening that knows, five mics. Wavy Spice, one welcome to Real Talk with Star Scorpio. How you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. How are you?
1: Good, good. Thanks for coming out. You know, on my podcast, I like to build a timeline first, right? So let's start from the beginning, man. Where were you born and raised?
0: I was born and raised in West Virginia, Beckley, West Virginia.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 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 how was it going up there? You know, I'm from Toronto, Canada. Let me know how it was going up there.
0: It's just really country, and there's not a whole lot of opportunities, so I kind of had to move uh to have more, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and um, what I like to do too is build a timeline in respect to schooling too, so especially for when I listen when I um interview comedians or singers artists because I want to understand um what they liked in school or they excelled in in school and i want to see if there's any correlation between what they liked in school and what they're doing now and most importantly um the classes you liked um and were you in classes where you got to express your creativity so what 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 did you excel in and what did you do
0: for sure so i definitely excelled in english cuz you know i've always been a writer like i've i've been writing um, it started as poetry, so I started writing poetry and spoken word when I was about ten or eleven. So mm-hmm. I've always excelled at, at English, um, and I always excelled in music class.
1: Yeah, did you yeah. did your music did back did you play instruments? Um, um,
0: I played guitar. I played guitar around the time I was just first a teenager. Yeah, guitar yeah. was my first instrument
1: yeah, were you self-taught or you took lessons?
0: Um, I really was mostly self-taught, but you know, I had a lot of uh, people who played music just teach me things along the way, yeah, but for the most part, I taught myself. yeah,
1: nice. That's what I hear from a lot of like artists they're self-taught and things. My brother was actually in the guitar, and I was playing drums, but it was it was too hard for me, man. so I I gave it up. but um it takes a lot to a lot of patience to learn instruments it,
0: it does, it does. But you have to have that like passion for it because if you have that deep passion for it, and that's like really your calling, then you're never gonna get tired of trying.
1: Yes, that's so. True.
0: How many times? Like, it's just what I love to do. It's yeah. what I meant to do.
1: Yeah, because you you work through the pain and, and the frustrations. That's that's so important. Yeah. That's 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 important. So for um. Sure. Now, when did you find your voice? Because I can tell in your tracks, we're going to get into your, your EP later on, but when did you find your voice? Because I like to, to know that about my guests. And I can tell you have that, that poetry background because I had it too. Because your words are they're deep.
0: So I think I've always had that poetic part of my voice. I've oh. always had that. And I've always sang since I was like as young as I could like speak. But I don't feel like I truly found my voice until about close to a few years ago, really. Um, I think that it was when I started playing piano. When I started playing piano, Mm -hmm. I feel like it brought out the depth and the soul in my voice. And then I kind of stopped trying to sound like other people and really just started stepping into what I truly sound like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I love your voice. Do Do people say you sound like other artists? Because when I, I my wife heard I, the track, the track, I played it for her this morning, and she's like, and my daughter too, she sounds like somebody. And I'm like, she's unique, but I can tell what they're talking about.
0: You know, um, I do get people saying I sound like people. I think it's more or less that you can hear when I sing. If I tell you who I was influenced by, you can feel that and hear it. Mm -hmm. I would say probably some of my largest influences would probably be, like, the Fugees, Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, Common, um, probably, like, Sublime, Amy Mm -hmm. Winehouse, um, just, just a lot of different stuff, like, I even grew up on classic rock, like, Led Zeppelin, and yeah, just different stuff. You could just tell that I definitely listen to more than one type of music. Yeah, I even listen to classical music. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, a lot of the late '90s, early 2000s R&B, hip hop, and neo soul. Mm-hmm. All of that really influenced me in a huge way.
1: Yeah, what era did you grow up in? I don't like to age people. Like some people, I say I'm,
0: hey, I'm 34, so I was oh, okay. born in '88, right in that time. Yeah. So, so yeah, I grew up on a lot of Missy Elliott, Aaliyah, TLC, mm. uh, tons of stuff. Like the first two people that really inspired, the first two like musics that really inspired me to sit down and actually start writing like rap music yeah. was definitely Bone Thugs and Foxy Brown. Those were two of my hugest, like biggest influences. Mm. For-
1: okay so okay what about your parents did you get the music influence from your parents because it's funny that you say this i'm 49 right so i grew up on my parents For music sure. then of course the reggae the dance hall calypso all that but then you know in the 80s For when sure. i was in junior high it was we got introduced to hip-hop west east coast all of that Yeah. and then r&b of course but again i didn't get it from my parents it's what we listen to, all my friends. So what about you and your parents and I'm
0: gonna that? be honest with you. Uh a lot of like the the rock music, like I listened to harder rock music. I I even listened to metal. Yeah. And you know, just like the reggae and the dance hall, just like you're talking about,
2: mm-hmm.
0: all of that that I just mentioned, that was things that I discovered on my own. And okay. a lot of the rock music influence came from my brother because he played guitar and he listened to metal and stuff. Okay. But But stuff like uh, the type of stuff that I got from my parents was stuff like Fleetwood Mac, Mm -hmm. um, Missy Elliott, uh, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, Cher. It was like all of those like powerful women um, people, like even uh, even like stuff like because, you know, I didn't really get a lot of my influence from the melanated side of my family i kind of grew up in the white side of my family so mm-hmm. i got a lot of um stuff like cheryl crow dixie chicks like and you know i grew up in the country so like we yeah. listened to a lot of like bluegrass and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know like the country music in the 90s i mean everything in the 90s was great alternative yeah. rap <laughs> Like I listen to a lot of uh, alternative too, you know yeah. what I mean. Like so, so it's really just a huge, huge mix. Yeah, really.
1: and you're right. I I love rock music. Um, and you know when remember when you know Run DMC when they yeah. collaborated Aerosmith, like that was my first. Like, whoa, this is wicked. Love they,
0: Aerosmith. I yeah. even got them. I even got a. Wide range of uh, vinyl collection, yeah. But uh, yeah, I really loved Rough Riders. Rough Riders was a huge like movement in my rap inspiration. Like mm-hmm. I just remember seeing all of them, like Eve and Swizz Beats, and yep. and even DMX, RIP. But like I grew up on all of that. Like yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Hip hop is a huge movement. Like hip hop. And you know the whole R and B and neo soul, like that is just an entirely different energy. And yeah. we really have the power to influence people in positive ways. So I want to. That's that's where I'm at in my music.
1: Yeah, yo, I love <laughs> I love everything you say. And when I found you on on IG, I saw that in your bio it says music has the power to heal people. Once yeah. I saw that and then I heard the track, you know, my track, you know, my favorite track, right? Yeah, you know, all you know, your energy, all in your you... energy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's your favorite. Yeah, oh, a lot of people love that. So, so I've been looking at my stats, and the three top songs right now is All in Your Energy. It's very varying conditions, is actually number one on Apple. It's In mm-hmm. conditions part two. And then it's, uh, all in your energy and fear of abandonment. Actually, so- I think fear of abandonment might be number one now.
1: Yo, cause the message in that though. So I'm glad you, you slid into this now. Um, there's a lot of things I want to ask, but yin and the yang, beautiful. There's six tracks on it, right? Including, uh, the intro. So we have, is the feeling mutual effing wit my mind relaxation all in your energy, which is my banger. I feel like like buying that track. Of, like I want to, if I had money, I'd be paying you for that to have that as my intro because I love that. And then we have fear of abandonment. And then what I want to know is Varying Conditions part two. So I don't know the history of your music. So was there a part one sometime?
0: There is a part one, and it's it's out on all the platforms as well. Okay. Um, so what Varying Conditions Part 1 and Part 2 is about is pretty much digging deep into, um, you know, understanding why we do certain things we do. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with our upbringing. Yeah. So, you know, if you lived a life where you were going through neglect and abuse, you tend to, like, adapt to those type of relationships when you are an adult. And, you know, until you start, you know, changing your behaviors and the people you choose around you, mm-hmm. it's like the universe will continue to keep sending you the same energetic level of people until you quit those certain behaviors. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying in varying conditions, too, is varying conditions. This is what I'm living if I don't quit it. So mm-hmm. I started realizing that I have these certain Behaviors that keep me in this negative cycle, and it's because I stay in this place of comfort. It's like, it's like those toxic relationships bring me a sort of comfort that I had when I was a child. And -hmm. you start having to become more self-aware, so you can make these changes.
1: Wavy, thanks for being so open. Wow. That was poetic. That was that was eloquent. Thanks for explaining that. Um, since we're touching on this, then let me know fear abandonment. I want people to listen to this. You have a great following. Like after I posted that teaser of you, like six of your followers immediately followed me, and I'm like, and they're so positive. I'm like, wow. But yeah, I'm um, getting
0: chills right now because like uh, I'm building. I have a vision. And I know that I'm going to be able to execute it. And I know that not everybody's going to receive it, but not everybody is meant to receive it. What it is for. Is there's a huge shift happening. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people waking up spiritually. Mm-hmm. And that is what I'm here for, is to help people with that. Because a lot of people are going through a lot of the same things that yeah. I'm going through. And what fear of abandonment is touching on, is really touching on childhood trauma. And there's not that many people that are comfortable to actually speak on it. But we need to be speaking on it, because we got to start healing.
1: Wow, yeah. Yeah, because... <clears throat> When you when you when you listen to the words, and this is why I want people to um listen to it if they can, you know. Oh yeah, that one touched me. Um, but if we go back to effing with my mind, so I'm a beat person, right? Sorry, I'm choked up for a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got me, you got me, hold on.
0: <clears throat> I feel you because I had chills on my body when I was talking about it. There's a certain energy that is in my music and it really like I really can use my divine I call it a divine gift like you can make music anybody can make music but there are certain people that when they make music and people listen to it it really can help people change their lives mm. like it really like there's a certain type of energy that is in my music it yeah. can really help people heal for real
1: yeah yeah, you I gotta compose myself. You got me, you got me today. So what I was yeah, trying to say can I
0: be real with you? Yeah. When I first when I first recorded Fear of Abandonment, mm-hmm. and then I listened to it, I'm gonna be real with you, almost all of my album, when I listened to it after I first recorded it, I literally cried because I've literally spent so much of my life scared to do this because mm-hmm. I was so scared of what other people thought. Yeah. And it was like I literally had to pull myself out of my comfort zone and really step into what my mission is and my life path to yeah. really be able to do this. And now I'm finally living my truth because for a long time I didn't think I was actually gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like I was blocking my own shot. I was so critical of myself that it literally I forgot the whole reason why I started doing music and it's about how I make people feel it's about you know that you have listened to an album that has gotten you through a certain part of your life that seemed impossible
2: yeah. and
0: that's what this is about yeah it's more than uh, just music it's more than just music
1: this, uh, man wait this is this is amazing and i got to i got to tell you so before i talk about what I was going to say, but I'm a beat person. I got to rewind back because you said something about listening to how you listen to your album. And this is what I did this morning. I have a day job, so I'm busy all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So don't get time to focus on real talk with Star Scorpio a lot. I got to push things after work in the weekend. But I made sure that this morning, I'm an early morning person. Uh, I get up early. I listen to every track My headphones were on and I was on the couch just listening. And that's what I was saying. You put me in a different place. It was kind of scary though. I don't know if if you're going to get what I'm saying, man, because I felt, I felt like I was in some of the lyrics you were saying and it was all emotional. And I'm like, this is amazing. And it gives you, it gives you a sense of comfort when you know that someone has been through something too, and they're sharing it. And I commend you because you, you got to me. And now what I was going to say is I'm a beat person. So shout out to your beat maker, your producer, wherever they are. I don't know if you make the beats too, but the beats are fire. But now. You too. Not... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then when I, when I hear the lyrics, I'm like only someone with experience, like a real experience can share it like this. Um, and it's so natural. You know what I mean? So thanks for that. I don't know if you want to expand anything on anything Dude, um, i
0: do i have a lot to talk about it because yeah. this has been like the most vulnerable part of myself that i've shared with people yeah and i think that uh a lot of people are at this transition there's like i said when i'm talking about a shift mm-hmm. on an energetic level mm-hmm. there's a huge shift happening and it's happened it started happening since COVID, like people started waking up and realizing that like there's more to life than just like working and then dying. You you know what I mean? So, so what yin and yang is, is like the dark and light aspects within myself. I started coming into my spiritual awakening last year and realized that a lot of the way that I was raised does not resonate with my being and who I really am. Mm-hmm. So what yin and yang is, is I'm going through, I, I'm mourning the death of my old self. I'm literally coming back to who I was when I was younger, like my higher self.
1: Right. You
0: know what I mean? So um, a lot of the person, the there's two females I talk about on this album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of them was my best friend of seven years. And we dated for a year last year and we broke up. That's who effing With My Mind is about. And she was part of, she was who the damaged me was with. We had trauma bonds, things like that. And when I started waking up, I realized that don't resonate with my being. Mm -hmm. So my other half of my album is talking about how I've started accepting and loving all parts of myself, even the dark part of myself that we're all taught to suppress. Because, you know, uh, when you was talking about how it started making you feel kind of overwhelmed and it's because I got really, really out of my comfort zone making this album and went deep within the depths of myself, the parts of myself that I don't usually explore. Mm -hmm. And usually most of us are really scared to explore those parts of ourselves. But until we explore those parts of ourselves, there's parts of ourselves that we're not going to heal. And until we heal those parts, we're going to keep carrying past traumas into new relationships. And I cannot keep damaging myself and other people. So there came a huge self-awareness that I had to like, you know, because when you know better, you do better. Well, for me personally. So... That is really what this album is about, is my transformation as a person spiritually mm-hmm. and emotionally and physically. Because we can't be creative. We can't fully be creative if we aren't nurturing our physical and mental. And we don't talk about that shit enough either. My bad.
1: Yo, no, this is this is beautiful. I knew I was going to tell my wife before she went to work. I, I was actually nervous coming into this. Podcast. I've done about 46 podcast interviews. And I only got nervous when I interviewed someone big like Chris Staples. He's a professional dunker. I was nervous. And then my nerves healed, and everything is cool when people come in. Some people say they're nervous when they come in, but when I when they talk to me, they feel this overwhelming, I don't know, aura from me of, you know, um, I don't know how to say what they say about me, but comfort, right? but you have a I have warm would...
0: energy. You have a warm energy though. Yeah. It's, it's it's comforting. Yeah.
1: That's what I was thinking. But I'm telling you right now, I was nervous and I didn't know why. And it was it wasn't because I didn't know you cuz I'm used to that. I think I knew this was going to come out. And I think the universe connects people in a lot of ways. And I think this was going to happen. And because you- you're
0: going through your own shift, right? Yes. And it yes. inspires you in a certain way. And there are certain things that you probably were repressing and pushing down. Mm-hmm. And my music probably made you aware of it. <laughs> and when you get that type of awareness, it's scary. It's scary because to get mm-hmm. to the the largest healing part of ourselves, mm-hmm. we got to go through the scariest, darkest part of ourselves. Yeah, and it's just the facts. The only way out is in. It's the facts. Wow,
1: amazing You took this into into a, into another realm of conversation. This is more. This is more than the music, and I and I hey, like I, that.
0: I'm gonna be real with you. Um, Kendrick Lamar, he's a perfect example, bro. Mm. His album, the album "Damn," it got me through the darkest part of my life ever, losing my mom, bro. And, and, you know, artists really do this type of thing for people, dude. And, you know, Kendrick is one of those people, just like Nas, for example. Like, he's one of the most underrated legends in the world. But he literally inspired us when we were younger. Like, Mm -hmm. he is really lyrical. And a lot of these really real artists, a lot of them are underrated because... The largest music that is pushed out there is the music that is made to put us to sleep spiritually. The yeah. music that talks about sex, the music that talks about material things. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we don't need all of those different types of music. We need them for different moods. Mm-hmm. But people, but but especially the melanated community needs to understand how it's affecting us mentally.
1: Yeah, so right. This is why... I have a small podcast, but I have so many beautiful guests on, and and you're going down in the history of real talk with Star Scorpio. And I I have so many clips from this that I can share with people, and I hope it brings hope gonna and light,
0: inspire people, and
1: inspire people. And I'm from Toronto. You're from the states, West Virginia. It's it's internet with the connections. I would never have met you. You know what I mean? So. This is a beautiful thing.
0: We all cross paths for a reason, for sure. Yeah, And you know, there are new artists out there doing great things. Like, mm-hmm. it's not all meaningless music. Like, mm-hmm. there's a guy out here that really inspires me. His name is Dear Silas. There's mm-hmm. another guy named La Russell. He's literally independent and, and selling out shows. So wow. you don't have to be exploited for your divine gifts. We don't have to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, okay now since you're talking about that too so how do you when you do shows do you use your your instagram were you always a social media person because i got into it only when i did comedy and then i got out but now i'm in it because real talk but were you a social media person Or now do you use it as a positive? Because, you know, there's a lot of negative with social media. I
0: used to use a lot of social media just to flirt with women and things. And then I realized that that was just sucking away all of my energy, creative, whatever type of energy. Um, Mm. So I think that the greatest thing is realizing how to find a balance with it, because I was kind of semi honestly addicted to the Internet. Yeah, Like, you know, uh, we can have more than just like substance addictions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we can have behavioral addictions. So what my addiction was, was constantly talking to women and getting validation from women. Mm-hmm. But then when I started going within, I real like I didn't need that anymore, that outer validation. Mm-hmm. So like I've always been... A person that used social media, but I just recently started being able to use it in a business mindset because yeah. we can utilize the internet to do like, this is the perfect time to be an independent artist yeah. as long as we know how to utilize it. And honestly, the largest thing that we could benefit from is like what we're doing right now is mm-hmm. networking connection, but yeah. genuine connection. Yeah, really. Because when you got that genuine connection, your fans aren't, they're going to be loyal. They're going to be, they're going to be like your tribe, like your spirit tribe. Like that's what I'm building. I'm building a spirit tribe. Like everybody that is like, you know, that is receiving the message I'm putting out. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, I don't look at like people that are following me as like fans. Yeah, I don't look at those people as fans. Those are like my spirit family. Those are people that were meant to like get the message and, you know, pull something from it and be able to grow and learn from it.
1: Wow. So yeah, that's, that's the following on IG and I'm sure a lot of it are personal friends too, but you have a good circle of friends too.
0: Yeah, I have a pretty good circle of friends, but um, I try to keep it small because, you know, it's, qua- it's quality over quantity. Right. But um, I would say that I've built most of my fan base mm-hmm. from live streaming on the dating apps. Like, you know, ev- everybody looks at the dating apps like, but those like you really find a lot of people that is really interested in your movement and your music. Because, you know, everybody on those live streams are looking for something. Some people don't actually even know what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So, like, I always end up crossing paths with, like, other people who do music, other people who do artistic things. Like, people, higher vibrational people, people that are starting to question Mm -hmm. everything. And we should be. We should be questioning everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty much uh comes from my POF live stream is where I've picked up most of my following.
1: Yeah. Plenty of fans you're talking about, right?
0: Yeah, plenty, plenty of fans.
1: fans. Pl- plenty of, plenty of, fans. of fans. I'm getting OnlyFans mixed up. Plenty you're of fans. I didn't I didn't you're even good. know. Um I don't
0: have an OnlyFans by yeah. way.
1: I'm <laughs> I didn't know to that. Um...
0: I'm trying to be different. I'm not trying to like take away from the other females because I have to say that a lot of these female rappers mm-hmm. Who, you know, show their bodies and stuff. I don't put them down for that. Like, I think that you should be free to express yourself however you want. Right. But I do want to be taken more seriously. So you'll never see me on OnlyFans. Yeah. I'm n- you're never going to see me doing that. Yeah. Like, I've thought about it because it's really good money. But it's just like, we always have a choice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We always have a choice. And when you make a choice and you're living your truth, the universe will always make a way for you to to be abundant anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't sure. have to like show my body to people. Yeah. Like, I don't have to do
1: that. Yeah. And you know what? First of all, I didn't I, I didn't know plenty of fish was still around. But when yes. OnlyFans came about, I thought it was just for you know those like entertainers, but then it turned into something else. But I thought it started as one thing and then it it progressed. Into people something are
0: else. literally making a living off of oh, these yeah. live streams. Like
1: sure.
0: they are making a living. Like yeah. They do all kinds of stuff some people do music some, mm. some people do poetry yeah. like uh I actually have varying conditions part three coming on my my next album that's gonna be out sometime either spring or summer mm-hmm. and uh it's gonna have a varying conditions part three and there's somebody that's gonna be on featured on there and she does spoken word and she's amazing. Wow. Her name's Creative Soul. Yeah. Right.
1: Is she on your on your page.
0: Make sure you follow her on IG. Yeah. Creative, Creative Creative Soul. Soul. All right. Yeah.
1: So now going back, so we talked about the IG and I want and the marketing kind of thing, but live shows. First of all, did COVID? Because you kind of touched on that. This is what spawned my idea for the podcast because we're all locked down and everything like that. And I had this idea because, as you know, I give to a charity after every podcast, because I want to give back to causes that, you know, I was personally affected by some some of them. And then now season five, I'm asking my guests, what causes do they want me to um, donate to? But it really got me going. I'm like, I love talking to people and I want to share stories of others. Um, and that's, I started the podcast. So now you, with COVID, did that help you like open your mind on things And then I want to know on the other part, now that everything's opened up again, are you doing shows again in your city or an area?
0: Okay, so um, when COVID happened, I was, of course, doing music, but not actually putting myself out there doing music. Just doing it for my personal, for my own personal. So when COVID happened was a huge, huge huge time for me and a lot of people. So I hopped a lot of jobs. Like when COVID first happened, I was working at a hotel. Mm -hmm. I was in school for like five years. I was in the mental health field. I was actually going to be a therapist for children and teens because of everything I went through. I wanted to help other people. Right. But then whenever I got into it and, you know, I started actually working at a recovery center and helping people with addiction. Helping people with mental health. It made me realize that I had my own trauma that I needed to work through. And that I couldn't, um, I needed to step away because I could possibly re-traumatize somebody being triggered by certain things, Mm -hmm. things that I hadn't uh, worked through. So then I also realized that Westernized concepts of mental health isn't healing anybody. It's only treating the symptoms. Yeah. I don't want to subscribe to that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I realized, hey, I'm literally wasting my gift by not showing it to the world. And I can literally help people heal with music. I don't have to be a therapist. I don't have to be a slave to the system because literally all they want you to do is work and die. And literally you can go to school for years and be a therapist and help people but still not even be paid enough to where you could even pay all your bills.
2: Right. That's
0: crazy to me. They just, it's literally systematic slavery. Yeah. So I, it just made me realize I have to stop being scared and really step into my truth. And COVID, people may look at COVID as a negative thing, but it was actually an amazing thing for my transformation as a person. And yeah. I know that it was for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And I know and, you know, I'm sending positive energy to people who lost people and everything because, like, we definitely lost a lot of people. But it's life. It's, mm-hmm. it's life. It's going to happen. Like, and, you know, we can either be bitter about certain things or or we can look at it in a positive way and make changes. And that's what COVID was for me. And apparently COVID was that for you too, or we wouldn't be here right now.
1: (laughs) You got it. You got it. (laughs) So true. And then, okay, beautiful. And now coming out of COVID, everything's opened up. Are you performing? I've I've
0: done a show. I've done a show not too long ago. It was at a record shop, Mm -hmm. but now I'm really just promoting my music and, After Thanksgiving, I'm going to be heavy on, you know, booking shows and stuff and put my music out there, talking to, uh, you know, surrounding venues. Because, you know, I'm in a good place for music. Like, I'm in Asheville, North Carolina, which I don't think that my music is really received here as much as it would be somewhere else. Yeah. But, you know, I'm right by Charlotte. I'm right by Atlanta. I'm right by Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Like, those are all great places to market my music. So definitely be looking for Wavy Spice live shows because they're coming soon.
1: Yeah. Atlanta's big for music too, eh, down there?
0: Yeah, they say it's like the new L.A. when it comes to, like, video and, like, movies and stuff. Like, a lot of uh, talent. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're looking for a lot of talent.
1: Yeah. So let the people know what projects you're working on right now, too um because i want to and you know i'm always i always look for my guests and promote my guests anytime i can but um let the people know what you're working on
0: okay so um i would really love to get two singles out for valentine's day Mm -hmm. i would really love to do that that's what i'm working on i want to get It's pretty much talking about, and you know, when I talk about love, I don't just be talking about love in just a basic way. There's usually like some kind of lesson in my song when it comes to love, because, you know, I've had a really, a lot of like, you know, unhealthy relationships when it comes to, like just how I build relationships because of how I grew up. Mm-hmm. So like now I'm reparenting myself. So wow. so I have to talk about that. Like, you know, some of us didn't receive the love that we needed when we were younger. So we don't know how to properly love other people. And we're learning. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. So I got two singles I want to drop for Valentine's Day. I also have definitely another EP coming. Mm-hmm. Um it's gonna be sometime in the next year, like the new year coming. Mm -hmm. And I really, really actually have a spoken word album that I want to put out. Like, I want to put out a poetry book and a spoken word album. Like, it's going to be spoken word. And I know that this isn't coming, you know, till probably the last half of the year next year, this new year coming. Mm -hmm. But I really want to put out an album that is Mantra. So I've gotten a lot into Indian culture, India culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they talk about like, you know, clearing out your chakras, your energy. So I want to start doing like chants. And um, uh, it's going to be like an album that is like piano music because I play piano. piano it's going to yeah. be like instrumentals. Um, it's pretty much going to be a healing album an album to help people get to healing and get into meditative states. Wow. So so it's going to be instrumental piano. It's going to be mantras. So it's going to be chants. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to be positive affirmations.
1: Wow. Nice, nice. And currently they can get yin and Yang on Spotify, Apple, everything, all the music platforms, right?
0: Pretty much all the music platforms. And, you know, um, the reason why I am so about that album I'm talking about to mm-hmm. help people heal heal yeah is positive affirmations chanting meditating I wouldn't be where I am mentally and spiritually in my elevation if it wasn't for those three things mm-hmm. meditating chanting actually honestly doing uh the what is it doing the chants like the chakra chants yeah that actually helped me realize how Music does heal us. And it's because of when I sing or I rap, the vibration from my bot, from the vibration from it literally travels into, I don't know how it makes it to you guys, but it's like the vibration is Mm -hmm. what creates the healing. So when I started doing chanting, it helped me sing better too, because I realized that my music and my singing is like a frequency of vibration. Mm-hmm. so instead of like now i don't focus on sounding good i focus on it feeling good
1: right yeah, that that really comes out in your music you
0: can feel it yeah, you i can,
1: can feel, feel it. it yes and you're talking about chakras so it's it's funny when you get introduced to to new things so i learned about the chakras uh, and the locations on your body and all these yeah these are things that we should be learning because a big thing with a lot of people is stress management and they don't know how to deal with things and music can heal. And if, and if, like you said, Western, if somebody introduced like all of North America, where there are people that are introduced to it, but in education about healing your body through music and taking certain classes and, and how to just live as one, I think the world would be much different. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. But we never take, we, I just feel like people need to learn how to adopt practices that brings us into the present moment so we can be more grounded. Mm -hmm. Like today, before I came on here to talk to you, I do like a daily walk. And even though it's cold, I take my shoes off when I get to the park and I ground myself. And, you know, I even took my jacket off today, even though it's like 30, 40 degrees. Yeah. And got some sun on my skin because we don't realize the power of the sun and what it does for us, especially melanated people. Mm. We are melanated, and the darker you are, the more melanin you could take in. And we literally store melatonin in our pineal gland. Like that is what enables us to sleep deeply. And the deeper sleep we get, the more we can heal our body. So, like, it's really all about healing, really. I'm I'm really, like, just a real huge advocate in mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm going to be a leader in that because that's my calling. That's my path.
1: So, I got to ask you, we're on the last part of the interview where I asked you to pick a question you want to answer. But I just want to know because I can feel it from you. I feel the energy. And like you said, you can feel vibration and what I you know present but when you're with someone or you meet someone new can you sense that negative or positive vibe from them
0: I, I know okay so you know we all have senses they're called Clair senses mm. and you know all of us are more prone to one or two of them and what mine is is clear cognizance and that's clear knowing so for me I have always just Instantly known about people. And what their intentions are. And I can't explain it. It's just something I have always known. Mm -hmm. So yeah. When I meet someone. I know off rip. If there's someone that I should be around or not. Wow. And I'm not going to treat somebody with negative energy. Any kind of way. I'm just going to distance myself from them. Because I learned that. You don't always have to speak certain things. You don't always have to tell some. Like you know what I mean. Like you don't have to always do that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, But yeah,
0: you can always sense it.
1: Always. Okay, Wavy. Oh, your name. How did it come about? Wavy
0: Spice 01? Yes. So I don't know if you've ever heard of this artist. Her name's Princess Nokia. Do you know who she is? No. So she's an artist that's out of New York. Uh, She's a singer and a rapper. Uh, One of my greatest influences um, a few years back and you know I'm still really influenced by her, mm-hmm. um, but she had put out a song a while, like when she wasn't like very when before she blew up, right. when she used to just be underground, and she used to go by the name Wavy Spice, and it was just Wavy Spice though, but it, and it didn't have two V's; it was just Wavy Spice. Right. But you know, she later on went to be Princess Nokia, and you know nobody uses that name, so. I just really always um, resonated with her on a spiritual level Mm -hmm. because, you know, she was just very different. She stood out. She wasn't like your conventional rapper or singer. I've always really, really been drawn to those people that make you think differently Mm. from like what society tried to condition us to. You know what I mean? So that's where my name came from, Wavy Spice one and I just realized that like, you know, my my music and my energy and how I feel like like now my motto is just really going with the flow of life. So like wavy spice is kind of like the perfect name because sometimes I'm wavy, but then sometimes I'm spicy. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
0: and the 01, I feel like the 01 just added, it gave me a Tumblr vibe. So like anytime I wanted to express myself, I would always go to Tumblr because mm-hmm. it's really like artistic when it comes to like music and art and stuff. Yeah. So I really like would like express myself there. That was my personal blog. So I feel like the O one gives me like a Tumblr vibe. It's like a Tumblr, almost like a Tumblr screen name.
1: Okay, cool. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. Um, now we come to the point of interview. I have two questions in my hand. Let me know if you want me to read the right or the left.
0: Hmm. I'll take that one. Left? Yeah.
1: What is one of the most memorable moments of your life?
0: Honestly, my most memorable moment in my life was really this album because I have lied to myself over and over about I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. I think that fear keeps us from doing the things we want in life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we will literally just sleep on how great we are because we're scared of making a change or doing something is going to be extra hard or, you know, maybe failing and having to learn and do it again. Mm-hmm. So I think my most memorable moment really was when I finished this album because this album was originally supposed to come out on my birthday, which was July the 25th. Okay. And then I got really in my head and started criticizing myself. And then I was like, well, I can't make the music if it doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I had to go within myself again um, and work on myself until I realized, hey, like, I got to do this. And so, like, that was my most proud moment I've ever had is, like, actually making a promise to myself and to the people who support me that I'm actually going to do it. And I did it. You know what I mean? So like, that's my greatest accomplishment is that EP. Like yeah. it it literally is.
1: Beautiful. I applaud you. And yeah, I hope people cop that album because it it is so nice. And it was nice when I posted this morning, because I'm like, let me just put some shine on the interview today. And then I look for it, you know, because I put music to the stories. And then when I found your the the track that i like i was like, oh man this is amazing that i can put that to your image you know beautiful yeah. and you know what i want to know right now though can you pres- can you can you spit some bars for me from that sure acapella. you want
0: me to do it a cappella oh yeah <laughs> all right. your eyes sparkle your eyes they shine we were all shrooms couldn't help but smile it's really crazy, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. It's sad now. wanna wrap my arms around you too. Tell me how you been, I listen for a few. I know it's hard to open up, I'm here for support though. When you are feeling blue, it's what you do. All that you do, all in, really, really in your energy. Know you got a man and you say you ain't into me. I swear that shit's a lie. I can feel it when you look at me, staring in your eyes. When I was on shrooms, no, the past was a lie. You're my twin flame, you're my real ride or die. Is it true or am I just projected? We got a part of our togetherness that we neglected. No, it's different, new, and scary. Ain't it worth reflecting? Cause for us to let this go is really disrespecting. what well, we have always had it. Now we intersecting. Uh, now we intersecting. Once your soft lips pressed to mine and effectively, no more questions. You wouldn't know it all directly. What you think it was, you was manifesting. Wavy appeared when your gods, they were listening. I am made for you, so I am. I would move to be near you. That's the love I have within. I'm your soul sister, but I want to hold your hand. Want to be your woman and your man. Actually, I need to wake on up. I want to know you deeper. Yeah, right, and I'm a my love. If I show you the real thing, will you stay or will you ride? Will you stay or will you run? I think I know the answer today. I just have to leave it alone. It's cold how you're turning your bang. Knocking on your door when nobody's home. Uh, source got us in a secting, babe. This ain't just a sex thing, babe. You want my mommy texting. I need to let you go. I'm really reckless. I got me feeling neglected, do it to myself, steady wrecking, heart I'm steady wrecking No, I need to be way more protected though.
1: Thank you. Blessings. Amazing. Thank you for appreciate sharing it. that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate
1: it. Oh, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now, you know, this is the point in the interview as well, where I need to know what charity you want me to donate to? So we already talked about this offline, but let the people know where Star Scorpio will be donating to for for episode two.
0: I believe it's Active Minds, right? Mm-hmm. It's Active Minds. So what Active Minds, what their mission is, you guys, is that they want to educate young people um, uh, mainly on mental health, but yeah. also in other areas of growth. You know, um, I didn't have support and, you know, education about certain things when I was younger. We didn't talk about mental health when I was younger, mm. you know, especially in the melanated community. A lot of melanated people will be like, you just need God. Yeah. We, we need to work on our mental health. What? Yeah. 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 We need to heal those traumas. We need to have support. Support is important. Like, someone that is going to, like, people that will validate how you feel and that, you know, whenever you tell somebody how you feel, like, you know, that they're willing to work on it. We need those safe spaces. We need to be doing that for ourselves.
1: Sweet. Beautiful. So, that's where Star Scorpio would be donating to. I really appreciate you coming out today. This was enlightening. This was amazing. Let the people know where they can find you.
0: Okay, so you can find me on all the platforms, but the main platforms are definitely going to be SoundCloud, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Reverb Nation. Um, Reverb Nation and iTunes are going to be the places where you can purchase the album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and of course, start tuning in to the YouTube because I'm gonna start doing piano covers. Nice. You know. Um, yeah, just I'm going to be doing all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be doing piano covers. I am also want to do, uh, eventually, an album, a remake of this album, Piano, Piano, yeah. Fully Piano, and mm-hmm. Sing It. Yeah. But uh, Wavy Spice 01 with two Vs. Um, there's a Distro Kid hyperlink that is in my IG. If you click that it will take you to like a wavy spice page that gives you a description of my album and it'll give you links to whichever music platform you use and you could go straight to it. Right. Yeah. Thank you. And it also also that page that hyperlink will also have a link to my IG, my Facebook and my Snapchat if you want to see wavy on Snap.
1: Yeah. Uh, you got it. Everyone this is Wavy Spice 01, uh, Season 5, Episode 2 of Real Talk, and we out.
0: Appreciate it.